0: The ocean is more ancient than the mountains, and frightened with memories of the dreams of time. Welcome to St. Baxton. A pump Cthulhu real-play tabletop role-playing experience, starring Steph as Clara Carter, Mike as Nicholas Watley, Fred as Edward Worthington III, Ben as Max Anderson, and your game master, Veronica.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am your game master, Veronica.
2: Hello, my name is Ben and I play Max Anderson and my
3: pronouns are he, him.
1: Oh, what a great reminder for me. uh, My pronouns are she, her, thanks. (laughs) Hey
3: everyone, it's Mike Lane here and I'm back with your guy, Watley. The famous and somewhat infamous Nicholas Watley. I said his name twice, but hey, fuck it. My pronouns are he him.
4: And I'm Steph, and I'm going to be playing Clara Carter. And my pronouns are she, her.
1: And we are missing Fred Greenleaf right now, but if he does come in, we'll count him in and we'll make him do his intro right then and there. So mm-hmm.
2: He's not allowed to talk until he does his intro. Like if he pops up
1: Not no. one bit. Um, so for those of you that are listening to us on the podcast, what ha- happened was last week we were recording and my entire street lost power. And uh, so that kind of, I think without your GM, it kind of like everything kind of rolls to a halt. <laughs> so um, we did stop after about 30 minutes and so now you'll kind of see what happens when things like that Happened to us. Um, so it's certainly not the first time it's happened. And I'm sure it won't be the last because I mean, look at our infrastructure in this
2: country. <laughs> so,
5: <laughs> Cheers,
2: <laughs> <America>. <laughs> love to have a power grid held up by put together in the same way that Bill and Ted fixed the phone booth and excellent adventure by having oh, people chew bubble gum and, and, yes. and just like kind of stick shit on there and be like, I guess it works. <laughs>
4: Okay, if it works for Bill and Ted. That's true. If it's good enough for Bill and Ted, it's
2: good for all (laughs) of America. Come on. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I (laughs) guess.
1: I'm not going to let you refresh your luck because I feel like it was lucky enough that my power went out. (laughs) And... I... What we'll do, and this is what I've always done in the past, is if some technical thing happens, we lose an episode or whatever, um, the scenario will be similar to the way that it was last time. I already have planned changes. So if you do explore certain areas, just because it was this way before, doesn't necessarily mean it will be that way in this particular um, instance of the story. So we're going to pick back up with Max. Max. Max, you have just left the St. Paxton Library and you've walked out into the fog. Let me know what you do.
2: Yeah, so Max will have yeah, stormed out of the library. Um, he's got his uh, blasphemous burger in hand in the bag. As he steps out and he's, he's observing the fog, he's taking some bites of the burger. He's watching as the uh, age spots slowly dissipate from his, his arm, from the spell that were requ- required years of his life that are somehow returning he's, he's just kind of rolling with it um, yeah and as he's approaching the fog he'll try to take a closer look at it
1: okay um, you can roll spot hidden for
2: me ooh okay that is a 44 so that will be a success
1: Before you actually get into the thick part of the fog, you can see that while it does seem to have kind of an airy look to it, you can get in closer and you can hear that it's wet, that something in there is making kind of a sloshing, splashing sound. Um, It's almost like someone moving through thick gravy pretty loose but it, it, it just seems to be kind of slow rolling slow moving
2: mm, am, I, am I able to see any like shapes or forms or anything in there?
1: You don't see any particular shapes but you can see that whatever it is is not there's something inside of the fog something that is um, not fog itself but is kind of taking on the shape of rolling fog and cloud that's fallen to the earth. And you just had a success, right? Not a hard success.
2: Yeah, just a regular success.
1: Yeah. yeah. From that, that's kind of all you'll get from from that particular role is that you know something is in there and it's something that doesn't have a human shape for sure.
2: I'm just, I, what he'll do is he'll take one more big bite of the burger and then shrug and just like throw the burger into the fog just to see what happens.
1: Uh, as soon as you throw the burger up, all of the ingredients sort of scatter so your meat goes in one section lettuce and all this goes everywhere else and you can see that these almost like sloppy tendril or even more like a wave kind of come out of the fog and pull that into
2: the mist itself Uh-oh. uh oh Max will turn around Go back inside the library. Before you do that, roll dexterity. Uh, 41, hard success.
1: Okay. With your spot-hidden roll and your excellent dexterity, you see that there was something kind of just raising up behind you. So as you spin on your toes and heels to go around, there is a wall of gray ooze that is out of the mist and just kind of behind you, almost stalking you. But you're able to dodge right around it and run right into the library. So now you can see that the thing that's in there is just some kind of a, a gray looking ooze.
2: I'll go. Whoops. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. Pardon me. Uh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Let me just scooch by you here. Uh, 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 as he enters the library. Hey, uh, guys. Um, uh oh. Okay. Uh, so this fog um, might not be fog. Um, uh, Wally. Uh, it uh, uh, kind of. You, you're a, you know monsters, right? Uh, um. Max, calm down. jeez, What's What is happened? happening? Well, so that fog... so there's a new fog. There's a brand new fog. New fog just dropped. I've, I've, Max kind of rolls his eyes back. I feel like I've made that joke before. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the... the old fog's gone. There's a new one, but I... I it's not... does mm, doesn't feel like fog to me. Uh, it feels like it might be alive. Uh, you guys might want to check. Don't go outside, though. Just look out
3: the window. Okay, fine. I will go pure out the window.
4: I will go as well. Each
1: of you can roll... No, if you're looking out the window, I'd like you to roll a natural world for
4: me. Oh, boy. I got a five out of 13, which is a hard success.
2: Whoa! Oh, shit.
4: Very nice.
3: Wow. Well, that... I get a twenty-two out of forty, so that's a success. I'm gonna use two points of luck to make that
2: a hard success. Are oh, you sure you want? You sure you want to okay. do that? You sure you want to spend all that luck? Big big luck spender. <laughs> no, I'm <I'll be> down <laughs> at ninety, but I'll, oh I'll be
4: okay. You only have ninety
3: <laughs> now.
1: So unlucky, Jesus. Okay. So both of you go up to the same window and I assume that like Watley's going to take his little trench coat and just kind of really clean off the window so you can see through it. And inside you both see this gray ooze kind of swirling around trees. And you watch as these trees become these like, almost cement structures. And you watch as eyes are going up this cement structure, but you don't actually see a form itself. It just looks like an oozy thing of eyes that's in there, but it goes up the trees and it creates like this whirling spire. And even as you see that this thing has pushed like back down to the ground and is moving up to the next tree, you see that whatever this structure is continues to pull something from the environment, and so it's going to keep on pulling material to it and strengthening and hardening itself.
3: Can I identify what these things are? Have I seen them before? You can roll a cult. Okay, let me do that. <laughs> no. 83 out of 35. Not going to cut it.
1: Do you want to spend your luck points? No. <laughs> okay.
3: I think I'll keep that 50 <laughs> some
5: odd luck.
1: <laughs> okay. So you look out there and your mind races to just think of what this could possibly be, but you have no idea. You all wait as you turn around to look towards Ezra and Edward and you notice that Edward has gone with Ezra underneath the the, the front desk.
3: Do you think this is dangerous? I mean, you seem pretty freaked out, Max. Uh, yeah, because it uh,
2: tried to sneak up on me and get me while I was out there. It, uh, I think it is... I don't think it's a total, uh, like... Weird, uh, unthinking phenomenon creature, you know what I mean? I think it, uh, can I, I don't know if it was, like, trying to attack specifically me, but it knew. I mean, I saw what it did to that tree there, uh. Yeah. It was probably gonna do that to me. Eeh. Should we bar the door? We should definitely make sure it cannot get to the library, um, because, uh, uh, actually, and then Max will open the front door of the library and look out and see if it's gotten any closer.
1: It doesn't seem to be attaching itself to any of the buildings, uh, but the ooze is like seeping onto the sidewalk, but it is going for more natural elements. So things that are in their natural form, it's passing by vehicles, buildings, and playground sets, but it is taking over rocks, trees, and the like.
2: Maxine Maxine, like has this as it's like taking trees and rocks is it like when it passes over any sort of dirt does it do anything to the dirt as well
1: it kind of leaves this slimy looking almost like a slug or a snail trail it's almost like a glimmering trail behind it
2: Max sees this I just got earth powers you son of a bitch (gasps) (laughs) And he slams the library doors closed. Okay, we have to, we, we, there's gotta be a book in here that tells us how to stop that thing. It's probably, I, I, I feel like part of defending the, 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 the island is making sure the trees are alive. Oh, God.
4: I mean, what even is it? How do we figure out how to stop it if we don't even know what it is?
2: There's gotta be like a, maybe there's a book in here that helps us, like, can identify it maybe, uh. Uh, where's, uh, 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 and then Max will run to the front desk and ding, ding, ding. Hello? Ezra? I, I know you went down, like, he, Max will lean over the counter. I know you went down there. I don't know what you're, what you're doing. Is, is Clem with them? Did Clem go down too?
1: Uh, she's not.
2: Oh, so she's up here with us?
1: She's up here with you.
2: Uh, hey, Clem, uh. Where'd they go? Well, I don't know. Rat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Take off Ezra's rubber mask. It was old man Jenkins. <laughs> a few sanity. moments
1: later, you hear some footsteps as they kind of creak up the stairs. And you see Ezra climb up to a chair and she sits on the counter. Elbows. Uh, as she leans in toward you how can i help you
2: hi yeah um listen i'm sure edwards down there for a good reason i don't know do is there any books about um monsters that look like nasty fog that turn trees into uh t- stuff lots of eyes yeah big time lots of oh, spooky eyes slimy oh slime um, yes well uh Perhaps if you
6: looked at the library, you would be able to find something. As I've said, I've done my best, but without an archivist, I've not been able to go through everything on my own. But perhaps you could spend some time uh, organizing and uh, finding what it is that you need there. In fact, I believe there was a small section of books for the occult the last time that I looked back there. So uh, perhaps that's the best way forward.
2: Max's head has been drooping this entire monologue. Just, uh, what do, what do you mean there's no book? I gotta look for a book? I thought you knew where all the books were. Keep her a lost thing. Maybe did someone not lose a book about a creepy eye monster with the slug and the slime? I'll go look. And she walks underneath
4: <laughs> the, the, oh my the desk.
2: Oh my god, god she's know. so slow. Uh, I don't
4: think we have time for this.
3: No, okay.
4: How, how fast is it moving?
3: I will walk over to the occult section... Assuming she kind of like gestured at where that would be.
1: I mean, she's just is pointing in some kind of a random direction. So,
3: OK, uh, can I look at some sort of uh, card catalog system or is or it got like the Dewey Decimal System up there where I can kind of determine where this would be?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's both. You could roll a library use. Yeah,
3: I'll totally do that. Oh, God. 48 out of 20, I will use the 28 points of luck. Yes. It's a little bit more palpable than 50.
1: (laughs) If you say so, if you say so. You find a very large book that has a lot of creature drawings in it. And some of these creature drawings you'll see have names scribbled underneath them. And some of them are like really fast charcoal drawings that look to have like bloodstains on them as well. And the further that you go through this book, you'll see that like these are sometimes someone's last thing that they saw and were drawing very quickly. The papers are crumpled up. So someone has gone through a lot of trouble to find these things and you see a drawing of this big goopy thing with eyes and mouths all over it and while the rest of the book has like information about how it's susceptible to fire or be careful of acid um this one just says run 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 fast, run hard. Don't
3: ever stop running. Uh, so I think I found something. Oh, yeah, it's what's... Okay, okay, so what's the good news? Well, so this, uh, it's kind of like a monster's manual. Anyways, it's got a lot of these different things and and kind of like how how to fight them and whatnot, but this page specifically just says run
4: uh, oh, sh- s- so don't like hide indoors or a- anything like that defeat it well, with fire aren't
3: we At surrounded something? I don't think there is a running
5: uh,
3: hmm.
2: and it wasn't uh, it wasn't coming towards the library though so but uh, is it rolling in from all sides
1: uh, with your natural world you can see that it is rolling in just from that one section the southern um, the southern beach
4: so I mean it's, it's coming from one direction we could run but then I mean we're on an island where would we even go there has to be something else we can do uh, Max has earth powers. Can't we uh, fight it with earth? I don't know.
2: It seems to eat the earth, though. So that's that's what makes me a little cautious here. But uh, I don't know. Um, um, we could... Uh, I mean... Uh, uh, well, we, here, here's something we can do. Ah, we should get a better look at it. But not too close. So I wonder if there's like a roof access. And we could get a better... Look at it just to see if it's actually taking up the whole island, if it's just like shooting down the middle lane. Uh what's yeah, what exactly how big this thing is.
6: There is a staircase in the west wing that I've yet to repair the staircase. I hope to hire a handyman soon. Oh my God. But if you go up the staircase You'll see um, that there are many. Fl- now my bones do not allow me to go up this many flights of stairs, so perhaps your young and able bodies can rush up there. It would take me quite some time. Okay, no, you're okay. fine. Okay, yes, let's let's rush up there. Let's. Also, I found something. Is this not your bag, sir?
2: Ah, thank you. Yes, this will be great. And Max like unzips it and pulls out. Can he have a pair of binoculars?
1: You know what? I don't think you're gonna need them, but you sure
2: can. Thank <laughs> you. He pulls it for for the flavor. Ah! He pulls out a pair of binoculars. Yeah, now we can get a real good look see at it if we need to. Um, oh, sweet. Okay, I'll take the whole. I'll keep this uh, on me. And he slings the bag over his shoulder, uh, crossways. Whew! Thank you for finding that,
6: by the way. It's no trouble at all. I have a sense for lost things. Keep me abreast of any developments.
2: Of course, of course. Hey, sure thing. Uh, hey, uh, could you... Um, so, real quick question. Um, in terms of... Uh, 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 before we head to the roof, I just had a quick question for you, Ezra. In terms of lost things, um, when people die, are all, the, are all of their things considered lost? Not necessarily. It depends
6: on the structure of the state and the government, and what happens to their belongings. Okay, what do if those belongings then become part of the state, okay, or yes. do they go to their, the people, their heirs? Have they
2: gifted it to some sort of society, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. But what if we're talking about like uh, uh, some sort of um, like godlike person?
6: Now that's an interesting question, one that I, Ezra, have not ever considered before, so I'm sure that I could find it. Um, Well, what is it that you're looking for?
2: Anything that belonged to Darius, like a big bag or um, anything.
4: Anything magical, maybe?
6: I believe that Darius's home was burned up in a
2: terrible fire. Well, he was a godlike being right, he had powers and such, and then and, and and hey, honestly, honestly, and Max kind of takes a minute and takes a deep breath. I am his heir, so it's it really is my stuff, it's really. So, I me. Mean. that is true. M- M-
6: Max, give me a few moments, and I'll see what I can do for
2: you. Listen, you scrounge um, that up. We're going to the roof. When we come back down
6: we will take care of it then
2: does that is that sound okay to you
6: yes and if i find anything i'll send uh, the strapping young edward up the stairs to deliver whatever i find excellent wow you
2: are i can see why you took him into your hidey hole okay guys let's go
4: oh yeah okay let's go i will run towards the stairs
1: Okay, you run towards the stairs and they are rickety as fuck. This is not an OSHA compliant library. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is a dangerous place. Um, But it seems like the stairs you get up to the first landing and it's just darkness it's almost like um in a side scroll video game Mm -hmm. where you don't actually see what's in front of you until you actually get to the end and it keeps on doing this to you you're going to get to one landing and then another as you go up more and more floors it seems like it, it you can almost hear and understand that the building is building around you Because you know that when you looked at this, this was just like a little two story, you know, situation. This wasn't a a huge thing. But now you've gone up five flights of stairs and there's only one door at all at the top of the stairwell.
3: Uh, What kind of door is it?
1: It is a red wooden door. It has like one of those old timey little latches. There's not a keyhole or anything for it.
3: I will unlatch and open the door.
1: Okay. You walk in. Does everyone walk in? I have to know that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You walk in and there is a large circular catwalk. And... In the middle is this big open space with this enormous telescope. And the glass windows that create this dome overhead, um, some of them are in kind of disrepair and need to be fixed, but you can see that there is a way for you to actually open the windows and you see that there is an observatory here. There's a small set of stairs down the catwalk that you can go into and see, you know, the different types of equipment. There's little desks and things there. There's all sorts of tools that you might use to explore the island, space, whatever you'd like. And so for those of you that are interested in this part of the game, I have developed a base building component for my group and basically what you have unlocked is your first room and it is an observatory so you will get a when you spend time in here so if you make this a part of a story element when you spend time in here you will get a bonus die to astronomy or divination you will gain advantage on pilot inside you have the ability to take things like compasses binoculars and things that might help you that could feasibly be in your observatory this will need to be repaired completely for you to be able to uh to do this but yeah that's uh what you have unlocked oh and also i wrote that you can predict the weather four days out with this
3: Wow. Uh, I may just be a simple farmer, but this wasn't here before, right?
2: Uh... (laughs)
4: I've never seen it. Um, I did not expect to see that when we stepped out here.
2: No, I, uh... I thought this was just a little, little library. Oh, wow. Wow.
4: Uh... Okay, we need to figure out this fog, but I'm really curious if we look through that telescope, if we'll see that dome Edward was talking about.
3: Maybe. Well, first things first. Let's see what's going on down here, and I will peer. I guess over the edge. I, I guess it's all it's all glass domed, right?
1: Yeah, so the glass dome is the roof. And you, ha- and you have like a really huge telescope that's in there that can look out of this roof. You can pull the roof open. But it's, gosh, I guess the, the best way to think about this is in Lovecraft Country, when they go to the big telescope, how they have to go down. You just have a, a big catwalk mm-hmm. around the perimeter of this... Uh, kind of cylindrical room and you can go down uh, one level into this observatory and then I mean so it's technically two levels but outside of the catwalk which you would just be using to open windows clean and do maintenance there's nothing happening up here
3: okay
4: I will go down the stairs then to the telescope okay is it is it aimed like just up at the sky somewhere or yeah it sure is
1: you can roll a science uh, of any sorts that you want um do you have astronomy or anything like that if not you could potentially do natural world or maybe even navigate actually would be fine too
4: uh, Natural World would be a lot better for me. Okay, go for
1: it. Are any of you helping her with the with this?
3: Yes, I'm very interested in this, so I will assist.
1: Okay, um, so Steph, why don't you re-roll your tins plate, or your tins, and
4: take the better of those two. Oh, well, I rolled the same thing, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I got a 13 out of 13, so okay great yeah hell yeah lucky (laughs) what is it that you're looking for again i'm so sorry um so i i first just kind of want to peek through the telescope and see if it's functional
1: yeah it's definitely functional and you can see that if you get someone up there to like maybe clear off that screen or the the last lens it's going to be a little bit easier for you to see you know, I would assume that when you were up there, you pulled off the covers and things like that. So, you know.
4: Okay. And uh, do I see anything where it's currently pointed or just the sky? Or You can definitely see that there is
1: um, something blocking you from seeing, like, really distant stars. So you can see things that are somewhat close to to you to this planet, right? But it's almost like there is a certain point where you would know where certain constellations are, and it's almost like you put on a, a glasses prescription that doesn't belong to you and you just
4: can't see. It's a little fuzzy out there. It there there might be some kind of barrier out there, you guys. It hmm. almost like something is obstructing this. I would might have been right.
2: Oh. It looked,
4: I mean, if there's a barrier, then how did this fog get in? Is the the problem?
2: That's what I was about to ask. It must be, must have came from underneath or snuck in some other. Must not be a perfect dome, maybe. Uh, or I- came in through the gray.
4: Yeah. Do I know about the gray?
1: I think that you must, because Bellamy shared so much with you about that. And I think that part of your kind of mending that friendship was sort of just trusting that those things are are real and true.
4: Okay. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: I mean, that slime was gray, right? Is that part of the gray that's seeped into this world?
3: Uh, I don't think. The colors are connected.
4: Listen, I'm an artist. I'm all about colors. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want to take a look at the
2: uh, other equipment in the room. See if there's like any like notebooks or journals or anything detailing any sort of like uh, logging of the stars or anything like that.
1: Yeah, so you would be able to find certain maps that would give you an idea of what should be where mm-hmm. um, and just drawings of, you would almost find like a whole user manual. So if you didn't understand how to use that telescope, you could certainly learn how to use it um, from someone's standard operating procedures or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as journals, there doesn't seem to be anything in particular here.
2: Hmm. It doesn't seem to be any way to point any sort of, (laughs) to point it. I know it's meant to look at the stars, but is there any way to point the telescope like out across the island in any sort of capacity?
1: Sure. So you could go down to, or you could climb up to the catwalk and start pulling and maneuvering windows out of the dome. So you have to do that in such a way that you can move the telescope, you know, more up and down. But yeah, you could certainly try and do that.
5: Hmm.
2: So what,
1: I just I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility.
3: Yeah, so. yeah. Uh,
2: so uh, I, I we I mean, this is this is crazy. This is this is wild. But uh, do you think we could point this at the thing out there? Maybe I mean, it'll be real zoomed in, but uh, maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need to take a real close look at whatever this fog creature is. See where it's going with it. Maybe if it's if it came from the South Beach if it's moving directions, or if it's going straight across, or if it's approaching us.
4: Yeah, let's give it a try.
2: Okay. And uh, Max will shimmy up uh, to the catwalk and, and start maneuvering the windows. He has the the, the operating book with him. Uh, so it says to uh, open this window here, and if you crank... Wadley, crank that wheel down there, okay? And then... Uh... <laughs> Roll me
1: a... Mechanical repair.
2: Yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: and that's like all oh, my luck.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't don't use it on okay,
2: this. Don't okay. Okay. Thank
5: you. <laughs>
2: thank you, GM. Uh, that is a ninety-one uh, out of fifty-three. So that is a that is not that's not happening. I don't understand this book. <laughs>
1: Okay yeah so you you, you can still kind of you you still have a good understanding of the mechanical workings of things in general so it's just gonna take a lot of time and by the time you have gotten all of the windows open and figured out how to get the get the telescope both elevated up, and moved around, you kind of figure it might just be easier to climb up the telescope itself and use your binoculars to fucking look out. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to do that, you can just roll me a either a dexterity or a strength. Okay.
2: So as <laughs> as Max is like, okay, uh, so Wally, it says turn, crank, wait. No, the other crank. No. Oh, my God. Could, Rosie, can you put... You know Wait, what? Fuck fuck which, this. Fuck this. How,
3: how am what? I supposed to crank it to until it goes backwards? I, just explain that to me.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to leave that one alone, buddy, cuz you I think you're just a simple farmhand. But it's, fuck this. And then Max will just like hop onto the telescope almost cartoonishly cuz his long limbs kind of like wrap around like the bottom <laughs> half of it where it's smaller and he just starts to kind of shimmy up and he's going to roll dexterity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, fifty-five. That would be a success.
1: Okay, great. So, yeah, you get out the, uh, out the, out the window, and you can perch up on the widest, tallest ang- uh, part of the telescope, and behold the fog. What is it that you're looking for specifically?
2: I want to see if it's taking up the whole island i want to get i want to basically get its dimensions and i want to see yeah like if it's already stretched across the whole island if it's doing everything or if it's i can see like some kind of shape to it even if it's just like clearly just like a big mass if there's like at least like edges to it you know like does it stop or just is it just constantly coming out of the ocean or anything like that
1: Gotcha. Okay. So you can now see now that you're up higher, and you're away from the library, you know, the the front doors, and you're getting just this, you know, 10,000 foot view, not literally. (laughs) um, (laughs) You can see that there is just fog that's happening as well. But you can see specifically five little splotches that look like this gray goop and it's this gray goop that's going around and making these spires and you can see all around you these like really tall spires emerging and you can specifically see them as like what you would have assumed were like really ancient trees are now turning into these you know huge constructs that remind you of almost like moon material, moon rock, moon dust. So it just looks like a super foreign, but also familiar uh, substance.
2: <laughs> Maxwell, shout down, hey, uh, so it turns out um, I I, would, I don't want to get down because I don't I want to see what's happening. Um, but uh, it ter- there's like five goopy spots, and they're making uh, 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 ancient-looking obelisks. It's uh, very terrifying, uh, to be honest. Um,
4: are th- are those five spots on the shore? Or are they inland, Max?
2: Uh, let me double-check.
1: You see that two are inland, and two are on the shore one of them does not seem to be making the spires one of them is slowly creeping out of the fog and as you watch you'll notice that it comes out with like large arms and it pulls itself out and kind of takes on a form and it looks like a really round shape with large tentacles coming out of its back and face and it has eyes that are in this like really big mass just on one side of its face and its mouth starts right under its eyes and then just continues to go down what you would assume would be a shoulder and then it's you know kind of gut just spills forward in front of it. It has two very small legs that don't seem like it would really be able to support it. And you can see that it is walking toward the diner, which is the very closest place to it.
2: Uh! Max Max turns back down. Um, so... I'm going to preface this by saying, don't panic. (laughs) I
4: don't like the sound of that.
2: In terms of spires, we got, okay, so there's four. Two of of them are on on the shore. Uh, We got two of them inland. Okay. And, um, there's like a, if you, you ever seen Godzilla? (laughs) God what? Oh, okay, yeah? your brother, okay? Imagine if your brother was very tall, Watley. I mean, very tall. Uh, yeah, a big nasty uh, monster thing is going towards the diner. Don't tell Edward. Oh, shit. Isn't that. D- d- uh, is there anyone still there that we. I can't. You guys just came from there, right?
3: Mary and Leo are there.
2: Oh my
4: god. Are they safe inside?
2: I I, Um, uh, hold on. And I look back out. Has, Has the creature moved? Continue to move?
1: Yeah, so you take your binoculars and I assume that these are your binoculars from like, you know, doing some gorilla shit. You know, you can see far, see in the night. And you zoom in to where you can see like the whole window of this uh, of this diner. And you see this little kid who is just eating uh, an ice cream dessert at the edge of this counter. And the child turns around and you watch as this person, you know, Mary, just sort of stops, sees what's happening And Max, you see this change come over her as she just screams out this black fluid that just sort of sticks to a lot of spots in the window and creeps out. It looks around, and this is almost like a ghostly looking creature, a sticky ghost, if you will. (laughs) And this sticky ghost slinks around and he sees Leo and it gets sucked into Leo and you watch as Leo runs out of the diner opens the door and is face to face Leo is maybe five foot eight or so and he is standing toe to toe with this creature that is maybe 3 stories high and you watch as he just says some words and this creature passes by the diner
2: holy shit uh what did did Mary I- seem weird at all to you
1: before anyone else says anything max roll dodge
2: i was expecting a oh. different roll. oh no uh, we are gonna say sanity <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> we're spending luck today uh <laughs> So, I rolled an 83. My dodge is 47. So, let me pull up my calculator to see how much I need to uh, 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 take off here. Hold on. I'm going to use 36 luck points.
5: No.
2: <laughs> that would that's going to leave me with 10 luck points. <laughs> so, I successfully dodge.
1: Okay. You successfully dodge. So you'll live <laughs> high or low for favorable results.
2: Oh uh, god. we're gonna go high since I'm sitting up high. Okay. Oof. <laughs> Can I spend luck points on your roll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll spend ten. <laughs> I, I will blow it all, baby. Let's go.
1: <laughs> As Max says this comment about Mary and you take a breath to say something back, Watley. You hear Max kind of scream and he loses his grip on, you know, just he's been holding on with his thighs. And you hear something crash into the window and Max has now just dodged completely out of the way of this really big rock that could have just completely taken him out. So it was going right at his face. He just spins to the bottom of the telescope and is now kind of holding it, uh, sort of cartoon style still up here. And now Max, you're reorienting your yourself and you see something come from the sky, a long black skeleton-like figure with really glossy skin and glossy impish wings as it comes towards you its hands dirty with the same kind of muck that was on whatever rock you just dodged and it grabs you up and it takes you high into the sky and you scramble up to look and see that its face is featureless it looks like nothing at all no face no eyes no mouth no ears and it dangles you as high as it can take you and you actually feel so cold and your spine gets gets like like really tight like oh this is horrible kind of cold and then you feel this free fall drop as it lets go of you Clara and Watley you see as Max is turned around to talk to you, he suddenly flips over. You hear this crash of glass to the to the left of you. And all of a sudden, Max is gone. He just is not there. You do not see him. You hear this yelp out of him, and he's totally vanished. You can roll Spot Hidden to see if you can find him.
3: Yeah, I will go yes. ahead and do that.
4: Can I also race up to the the top? Uh, uh, to the catwalk? The catwalk. Yeah, absolutely. To see if I'll have a better view.
3: So that was a 93.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I got... 51 out of 26 so I'm going to spend 25 luck points okay so Clara
1: as you've gotten to the top of the of the catwalk you see just dangling from a shard of the frame of a window Max's binoculars and you grab them up really quickly look up into the sky and highlighted in the light of the moon you see this faceless, black creature with, like I said, the impish wings and everything. Uh, and it is taking Max high, high, high. And then it just drops him and starts flying the other direction. Max and Clara rule sanity.
4: <laughs> okay. I also have something I want to try to do. Okay. Okay. And that was a 40 out of 94, so I'm good.
2: Great. 84 out of 49.
1: (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. cool. You know, it makes sense that you're not going to be all right. No, yeah, I saw a lot.
2: There was a lot working against me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, let me think about what I want to do with that.
4: All right, Uh, go ahead and try your thing, Steph. Okay, how... How far away was Max? Like other than just height, did the creature carry him away from us as well? Uh no, it is it does just seem to be up high at this point. Okay. So, as soon as I see Max start to fall, I'm going to shout out, "Abuela, help him!" and throw my hands out, hoping that Abuela will reach up and help catch him in his slow as fall. Okay. Okay, I rolled
1: a ninety-three, so
3: very sorry about that. How, how
1: much um, luck does
4: Boyla <laughs> have?
3: <laughs> we haven't been refreshing her luck. Ah, oh, shit.
2: <laughs> Do Tom Petty, Tom Petty, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers exist in this universe?
5: <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah, you'll shoot these like long trunks out of your limbs. And you'll, she'll like grasp at Max as he is falling, but he is going really, really fast. And it's so far away that it would be really hard for you to like, not completely give your entire body and all of your hit points to be able to actually get to him. So you will take, ooh, that was lucky. You'll only take four hit points.
4: And have any of my hit points refreshed from the spell that we did? No, it's not been even an hour yet. Okay, (laughs) I'm just checking.
3: (laughs) Okay, so because she's shooting up, you know, wooden plant-like spindles, can I see where Max is at now?
1: Um, She's probably more blocking your view unless you've gone up
3: to the catwalk. Okay, I think I would definitely have walked up there by now.
1: Okay. Um yeah, let me yeah, let me know what you want to do.
3: Uh if it doesn't look like she's going to catch him, I would be interested in casting some magic.
1: Okay. I'll allow it. <laughs>
3: All right, so I have telekinesis, and so I don't I don't know, I could maybe use that to Slow him down, um, or I also have the dimensional fold. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I could port him to the water so that he falls into the water.
6: I await your decision.
3: I will, I will give no.
2: I, will, I I have an idea of what to, of what of what I could do, but I'm not. I'm not influencing anything. I want, I want, I want this to be raw, raw. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so I think I will do the dimensional fold, and I will put him to the water. So I will try to minimize any additional fall time because he's already okay. falling pretty fast. And I would like to put the portal, the exit portal in the water so he doesn't hit the surface and have surface tension and all that um, which shouldn't be an issue in, in the the wavy seas but hope. who knows <laughs> uh, what do I need to roll for
1: that okay roll a power for me alright and this is your first time to cast this right
3: no second time we used it okay to get to the beach with Bellamy or I used it rather.
1: That's right okay
3: okay I got a six whoa Great. out of 95
5: whoa. okay whoa. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah so with your extreme success <laughs> um, wow so yeah you, your plan goes pretty much flawlessly um, you are able to snatch him out of the air you land just in the middle of the ocean, which is just the weirdest and most inhuman thing you have ever felt in your life, <laughs> because you know that you can't just suddenly be in water. Yeah. And now you are just in water, completely submerged, and then you fall out of that water, and it's just like one bloop up, and you're just underwater right now. Roll swim. <laughs> With
3: disadvantage. You're not going to definitely die now. (laughs) Why didn't you put me over
2: some dirt? I'm the earth guy. (laughs) I could have just dove into the dirt, I would have been fine. You put me in the water. The water person's not here anymore. (laughs) <laughs> Goddamn octopus man.
5: Oh, thank like God. God that's safe.
2: Ben dice have shown up. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a 16 out of 20. Oh, wait, no, I got a little right. disadvantage. Fuck.
5: <laughs> that
2: didn't help. Nope, I don't have enough luck. Uh, 46 oh. out of 20.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, so on top of your um, just... You know, the inhuman way that you have fallen into the water and the fact that you don't know what has happened, why you're here, why this creature has done this to you. You also see something in the bottom of the ocean, something sleeping, and it looks like your presence there opens its eye and it looks right at you. And then it close closes its eye and you feel this exhale and just bubbles and force push you away from it. And that's where we're gonna call it.
0: Ah!
3: <laughs> did did Cthulhu just blow you a kiss? <laughs>
4: not going to be good after
3: this. Yeah, I, I don't even know what my sanity thing is yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fear of water. Oops! <laughs> no!
5: <laughs> I'm the earth guy. No! <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. oh. Wow. Okay. I am so happy that I've got Three very scary, very very scary, uh, bad baddies in in, in St. Paxton right now. It's making me very happy.
2: Uh, that's, that's great. And you separated us. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right, I'm separate. For, uh, uh, Ezra's ha- having her her way with Edward in the basement. <laughs> and, and oh no. And I'm with Squidbelly. Yes.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's gonna
1: be fine, y'all. It's fine. Don't worry.
4: It's fine. Don't worry. it will be okay.
1: Ezra's, Ezra is having the best time, and I'm sure she's gonna have a great book for you.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought maybe it was like, okay, so if this is gonna take a long time, like like base building, like okay, if this is on like if this is gonna take 15 minutes, we should do something else while that's getting done, and then uh, uh, you know, I'm trying, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to have multiple plates spinning. My Stardew Valley brain kicked in. <laughs> listen, listen, you—you you turned on your big brain power,
1: and I was really happy for it. So, and you, and
2: you, appreciate and you proceeded to, you're like, oh, oh, you're, oh, you're gonna think? <laughs> Fuck
4: you! <laughs> oh boy,
3: Edward's you gonna come back to us. I think. <laughs> telling us to so like, Ezra really needs an an, an archivist <laughs> and yeah. some help around here. <laughs> boy, really, this, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh,
1: you, yeah, I'm excited. Um, if you guys had stayed downstairs, you would have gotten a fun phone call. So I'm really happy that you guys decided to go upstairs. That's good. You're, yeah. you're still going to get the phone call.
2: Oh, someone's going to get I the think. phone call.
1: Yeah, okay. it will not be Max.
2: That's oh, for I was sure. going to say. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come back
4: in. <laughs>
1: I
2: get terrible, I get t- listen, I'm going through an ocean. I get terrible signal. <laughs>
1: Also this is my pager
5: Yeah what am I doing
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was super fun Uh, Join us again Next week as we Go back to St. Paxton And uh, hopefully our good friend Fred will be here And uh, he'll get to come out with All this great lost knowledge Of uh, of what the heck Happened (laughs) And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm kind of wondering if maybe we should like put the previous recording on the end of the recording, just be like, hey, this is what it was before, but I don't know. It could be fun. I also don't like releasing things that are not canon.
5: There (laughs) is also that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll put it on the Patreon or something. Uh, But yeah, we're going to go and record Take a Knee, which Mm -hmm. um, you should have heard last week on the podcast. So uh, we released that since we didn't have a regular episode. And if you want to know more about what's happening on the podcast, you can follow us at St. Paxton Podcast on Twitter.
2: And if you want, uh, you can follow me into the ocean of death uh, at Ben Stonick. (laughs) That's B-E-N-S-T-O-N-I-C-K on Twitter.
3: I can be found at One Gaming Lane,
4: and you can follow me anywhere at Starlet Firefly. Yeah,
1: Steph is like a stream goddess now. She's like streaming all the time.
4: Yeah, so, I'm on the yeah. Twitch. I'm on TikTok now.
2: What I what? know. Hold on, yeah, you're on Make TikTok, a TikTok account for us. Hold on, if you're on TikTok. <laughs> I gotta do a shish. There
3: we go. There we go. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like super behind the times, so I'm like, oh, it is addictive. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now I see what they're talking about. <laughs> you
1: can't get on there, y'all. Uh, but if you want to follow me, I'm at Typical Veronica. Just about anywhere the internet is sold. um And if you want to follow Fred, he is at I think I'm Fred. And uh, we'll check you out next time, uh, where hopefully, hopefully, you guys have good good things happen to you. I hope so. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, be I'm fine. sure Max is going to be fine. It's <laughs>
2: okay. I'm in Earth a swimming boy pool. in the water. You thought ocean, but you're like, Ugh, you're a farm guy. It's like a big
3: pool. You yeah. think that's the ocean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nature. <laughs>
3: We live on an island in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, I've never seen it.
2: <laughs> when you went to the beach, you were like, that's what your sanity role was. You're like, what the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> I would love it if Watley, A, his first time to the beach was the dude with the smoking cigarette. <laughs> uh, B, he has squid belly, but has never been in the ocean. Yes. Oh, my God. Never. Does fears open water.
2: horrible
0: honestly same all right (laughs) we'll
1: see you next time bye Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) enjoy the episode click the link in our bio to join our discord and follow us on twitter at st paxton podcast music in the show is used under license with epidemic music or created by rob anderson find him at potentially rob this episode was edited and produced by Steph Kingston and Hiroshi. Follow us at Steph o. Kingston and maybe Hiroshi. While you're there, follow the rest of the crew as well. V is at Typical Veronica, Mike is at One Gaming Lane, Fred is at I Think I'm Fred, Steph is at Starlet Firefly, and Ben is at Ben Stonic. The podcast art is made by Evan Mitchell. Find out more about his work on his podcast for whom the dice roll go to our website cafpodcast.com to find some hidden gems and behind the screen's info and if you want to support the show share us on social media leave a 5 star review on your podcast player of choice check us out live every Sunday on twitch.tv slash and if you really want to you can back us at patreon.com slash st. podcast if you like our show Please check out some of the other fantastic work on geeklyink.com and consider supporting the network at patreon.com/geeklyink. You can also listen to other great shows from Geekly, like Random Encounters, You're a Wizard, Harry, or Inks and Issues. Max sure was lucky to have friends like Claire and around. A free fall like that would have been brutal without them to help catch and support him. And frankly, that's how I feel about our fine patrons, like Brad Brockway, who helped support us even without belly tentacles or a living tree thing inside him. To Brad and all of our wonderful patrons, thank you so much for your support.